All right, we're recording. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Not So Minnesota Nice podcast. Episode two. Yes, our second episode. This is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, little introductions. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. Um, today we're going to be talking about stigmas. Um, and of course, stigmas. I guess there's a stigma about stigmas. There is. Um, they seem to be more of what a heavy hitting type topic. Um, but because our last episode was so lighthearted and fun, we wanted to kind of discuss some lighter stigmas. Um, yeah, yeah. For this, for this one, and then next one, we're planning on doing some more heavier, deeper stuff. Kind of a good tie-in. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it's important that we we talk about all aspects of of life, and you know, these things have been coming into play in our, our personal lives and everything. And there's obviously a lot of stigmas in media and yeah. everything. So I think it'll be a good episode. Yeah. Um. We did, of course, go online and look up the the definition, the clear definition of stigmas, which was a mark of disgrace associated with a particular circumstance, quality, or person. So, like stereotypes. Yes, very easily set up as a stereotype. Mm -hmm. Um, But that actually led us to Wikipedia, and we found this really cool quote by Irving Goffman, who is a noted sociologist. Um, his quote, he defined stigma as the ph- phenomenon whereby an individual with an attribute which is deeply discredited by his or her society is rejected as a result of the attribute. Stigma is a process by which the reaction of others spoils normal identity. And I just thought that was really cool, like the way that it's worded and yeah. everything, because that's exactly what stereotyping and judging people does. We're yeah. looking at these people like they're not normal yep. well normal's relative anyway right who who, who got who to decide what normal is right i mean <sighs> and someone's normal will be someone else's stigma i mean really yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. you know like something as simple as seeing somebody who's super quiet and then all of a sudden not trusting them because because they're, they're quiet quiet yeah like yeah. what what started this within ourselves <laughs> why are you so un, un uh, why do you think the introverted people are unnatural <laughs> right <laughs> and it's coming from two introverts right <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with us because we we just need our own time to be by ourselves and we prefer not to engage with a lot of yeah. people it's draining well, people suck. <laughs> <laughs> Only extroverts. <laughs> like, literally, right? Right? Yes. Yes. No, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I don't really hate extroverts. I actually love them a lot because then I don't have to talk <laughs> because they do. <laughs> and I love them. And that just, that is a great stigma right there. <laughs> right? No, yeah, it absolutely. Is. It is. We I have am. these, like, preconceived notions about mm-hmm. all these different types of people and it's... It's ridiculous. It is. And it doesn't help that in this day and age, especially with things like social media, there are so many quizzes out there that tell you what you are. And then you start to develop things like, well, then this other thing's not normal because this is what the test said. And 
Right. And it's it's kind of sad. We categorize ourselves a lot. We were just talking about this in relation to this next generation yeah. and how they have such a need to define who they are. And they're like, we're all special snowflakes. Yeah. And it's like, if we're all special snowflakes, then guess what? Mm, we're, none of us are, are. special. Yeah. But <laughs> obviously wouldn't say that to this next generation. You know, I think if they want to be special and unique, let them be special and unique. But... You don't need to have a label. Right. What good does labels do for anybody? Well, okay, I love labeling things when I'm organizing. Right. But I don't think we should be putting people in boxes. No, exactly. And and because, especially because people overlap in many different things. Like, you can't fit in a box. Your personality isn't a box. They're, right. You're going to overlap into, like, a hundred different boxes. And that's a good thing. That's That's a super good thing. Well, it's definitely not boring. No. There's that song, um, it was on Weeds, Little Boxes. Yeah, it Little Boxes. The, yep. the intro the to intro, it. Yep. Um, who was it by? Melvina Reynolds, right. That's like the perfect song to describe exactly mm-hmm. what, as a society, we're, we're doing. Yep. You know? Um, and we were kind of talking about celebrities and how, you know, they're not outside of the realm of being stigmatized. Oh, uh, actually, it happens a lot more to them because they're more out there in public. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we have, you know, so many examples of people being put in these boxes and, yeah. you know, forgetting that celebrities are just people, too. They're, they're humans and they deserve yeah. the same privacy as anybody else does especially when there is you know certain conditions that that might come up in their lives that all of a sudden the entire world thinks that they should have an opinion on right which is just perpetuating the the stigmas the, stigmas. the social stigmas yep. um so yeah i think it's good that we we, we chose this and yeah. Honestly, trying to fit it all in just a half an hour time slot was going to be a little excessive anyways. <laughs> challenging. So, yes. You're with us. Two-part episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so speaking of Irving Goffman, we um, also saw, saw on Wikipedia that there was Goffman's theory, um, and he split up, you know, an individual's relation into three categories. And I just thought these categories were kind of neat. The first one is the stigmatized. Um, So, you know, a group of people who all have, you know, one condition, whatever it may be. It could be something as silly as they've slept with too many people because there's obviously a a sexual number stigma. Um, The second category was what the normal ones. The normal, yep. Um, And, of course, I put it in quotes, which you can't see. So I'm air quoting really hard right now. The normal (laughs) ones. um, So hard. Right? Because, again, who decides what's normal? You know, like, I know I'm not normal. I'm weird as shit. (laughs) There is, okay, I have said this forever. There is no such thing as normal. Exactly. Normal is relative. Yeah. There isn't something. There's always going to be a different standard yep. for whomever you're talking to. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't get along with certain politicians because I'm just kind of weird and, I don't know, accepting of everybody, and certain people don't like that. But that that's just how it is, and I say what's on my mind, and I'm not exactly a, a proper person. I don't know. You're, you're pretty proper. I can be proper when I need to be. But 
She's list- way more proper than I am, just just so you know. Our listeners aren't going to think so. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, and the third one, which I'm going to go ahead and say you and I definitely fit into this category, which is ridiculous that there's categories because we're just labeling people again. I know. It's back um, to labels. But of course, this was from long, long time ago. Right. This, this great sociologist. Um, the third one was the whys, which are you know the people that are accepted by the the group of people who are stigmatized because the whys have an understanding of the stigma. <clears throat> um, I should say we tend to fall in the whys category. There, I'm sure there's some out there that we're going to be like, uh, I don't know, you know. Yeah, like absolutely. There's always going to be things. But yeah. For the most part, but um, we're really open generally speaking I think to just about anything the most important <laughs> aspect of being one of the wise people is having that openness yeah. and the willingness to learn because obviously <clears throat> judgments are so quick and fleeting at the same time yes like all of a sudden you know some kind of preconceived notion is going to pop into your head and you very logically can be like oh wait a minute no I don't know where that came from and it could be simply you had a bad experience with something as a child and it stuck with you into adulthood and you didn't realize that that was a tie exactly um so yeah I think the one oh the Facebook one that you brought up was a good one about how everyone seems to want to try to be perfect on Facebook. Oh yeah. Well, you put your best self forward when everyone's watching. I mean, that's, that's how it's always been at dinner parties in Mm -hmm. the 50s or 60s. You, you made everything look perfect. Right? And it was almost worse back then, right? Because there, there was that stigma. Yeah. Where women needed to have this perfect house and, you know, perfectly happy husband and perfect kids who are seen and not heard and like Mm -hmm. everything. And OMG, their kid just stepped on a line. <laughs> exactly. And these are the same women who were hiding in the closet, chain smoking and right. drinking down their whiskey because oh. they were having to live up to this impossible standard. Yeah. Oh, stigma. That was the perfect wife and mother. So why are we still perpetuating that? Oh, I don't think we are as much as we, we think we are. I don't think are. we personally well, are, but... even. Like, as far as what you put out there for Facebook stuff, like, people are going to react more if you have an exciting life or if you have a, you know, nice... And yeah, you mm-hmm. want your house to be clean in every picture because, you, I mean, everyone's going to see it. Right. But you know you're not necessarily being... Well, you're still being judged on that, but you're going to be liked more if you're doing things that are exciting or good or whatever like or that. normal or normal yeah socially acceptable she's totally doing air quotes i am i'm air quoting so hard now i think we definitely <laughs> need to do one episode where we're recording us because we are very gestury we people are. we really like to use our hands and we, we talk with our hands yeah and nod yeah i nod i'm trying to be more vocal it's hard i'm trying though we were just, just talking you. about how you're an introvert and <laughs> you rely on the extroverts and like, maybe I'm a more extroverted introvert, but maybe it's just when I'm really comfortable with my friends. That's true. Um, I just, I have an internal process that I, everything, every single thing I say goes through like four levels of brain first. Mm-hmm. So, and not to say that you don't think before you speak. I, just, I don't. It takes me a while. <laughs> <laughs> like... There's a reason oh. why my nickname was Oh Honey for a while. <laughs> oh Honey. Yes. That's we talked about guilty. that last episode. Yes. Um, Bless your heart. Bless my heart. 
<laughs> yeah. Just... Sometimes my filter just doesn't work. Okay. And then, but and then sometimes it works too well. Yeah. There, you know, there's that balancing that we were talking about. I've found, though, that as I've gotten older, my filter, my, my give a shit filter has, like, I, slid. Yep. It hasn't fallen mm-hmm. off yet, but it slid. Like, you know, I'm okay having an opinion about this and sharing it. I think we've, yeah, you get to a certain age where you really do just stop giving a fuck. Like, right. <laughs> oh, good, I finally said it. The F word. Ah. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> we just had to get it out there, yeah, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, the fact that there's still a little bit of a stigma about having to have this, this perfect life is there. Yeah. Um but it is really refreshing seeing so many more, not to bring up motherhood, but these hot mess moms. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's you awesome. Know, there's the one on Facebook. I can't remember her This is name. the truth, y'all. Yes, truth mom. I think that's, I think it's truth, truth mom. mom. Yeah. Um, I didn't like her at first. <laughs> and I think it was a little bit of the fact that she was being so honest. Right. Like, and I'm like, okay. Oh. It's okay to feel this way. And I think the more... (laughs) Who the fuck are you to bring this out into the open for everybody to see? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) That's my private life! (laughs) Yes, it almost did feel like a violation of privacy. Like, Like, oh oh my god, no. No. They're going to know that we struggle. Right. God forbid people know that other people struggle. You know? Because there's this normal stigma. Well, it's the... Virtual self versus real real self that, um, oh yeah, Irving had that was so good. It was. Um, I don't think we wrote it down though. We didn't, but it was a really. I mean, go to the the Wikipedia. Totally page. plugging the Wikipedia page. Yeah, no, it was it was so amazing. There's a lot of great parts of the theory and everything, and even even if like you are one of the wise ones, or you know, it's a really good page to read up on and just be. Know, informed and definitely pressing pushing knowledge because knowledge is power y'all knowledge is power okay I found it <laughs> so it says I'm just reading this from Wikipedia so you can find it as well um, Goffman a noted sociologist defined stigma as a special kind of gap between virtual social identity and actual social identity yeah and that kind of blew my mind a little bit because, I mean, I wish it said what year this was, um, but we know it was a while ago, um, maybe 1963. So really before Facebook and such. Yeah. MySpace even. It was pre-MySpace. Right? Pre-MySpace. That's like prehistoric days. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't really feel that way. Um, (laughs) Not even a little bit. (laughs) But how much the world has changed since this and the fact that he used that terminology, the virtual social identity, whenever we live in such a technological world and we do have all these virtual identities that half the time for a lot of people don't really match up to their their actual right. real lives. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I had a friend who, um, Mike actually, um, <laughs> Every time he sees that my Facebook is getting a little too positive, he will call me and be like, so what's really going on? Right. Because he sees that defense mechanism go up, yep. which is, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, 
there's the obvious stigmas that I think we're going to touch on more in the next episode because they're a little bit more of an emotional topic. Um, But something as serious, but we can also keep it light, um, as the body image thing. Yeah. And how, you know, men especially, being afraid of the size of their penis. You know, we, there's all this locker room talk about, oh, you know. It's, it's, I mean, obviously we're, we're not, this isn't the male perspective. Obviously we're, we're both females, but it, it's very apparent, like, that that's something that's a huge deal. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! <laughs> so that's something that we definitely want to touch on with Zing. the next one. <laughs> it's not punny, Jess. <laughs> it is punny. <laughs> No, but I think, like you said, obviously we're we're not men. We don't have penises. We don't understand the comparing to other men. Um, But we do have guy friends that have have struggled with it. Um, I I may have had a relationship with somebody who nicknamed himself the Angry Inch. Um, so there is a stigma there, there a that, there. you know, a man who has a below average penis is not a good lover. Okay. Not true. <laughs> no. It takes more than a pound to be good in bed. It does. Yes. Garfunkel <laughs> notes. Yep. Love you. Um, but yeah, and you know, a guy who has a above average penis might be a terrible lay. And I will say, there is such thing as too big. There is. And it depends on the person. Exactly. Because yes. women are all different. Depths, sizes, all that fun stuff. There are variations just the same as there are with penises. It's And it really just depends on Which what your fit is. Which is another stigma. Another huge stuff. You know, and this one <laughs> is very personal as yeah. women. The, the stigma of having the perfect pussy. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, had to. I just, I just had to say it. It's all good. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, how many times are you about to, you know, get busy and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, he's, he's going to see my pussy. Right. <laughs> Is can it... we turn the lights off? Yeah, can we turn the lights off? Like... Yep. Or, you you know, or stopping a guy from going down there because you're afraid of him seeing it for the first time that, that right. close and personal. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, where is the disconnect that ever told us that there was anything wrong with our I don't areas? Know. <laughs> I know it's something, like, they say that they push it in, in school and health class and stuff that, like, you know, everything's different, but there's a certain way it's supposed to look. There's a certain way it's supposed to smell. But I don't remember going through that. I don't remember class. that at all. So, I mean, I remember reading an article about it. Like, mm-hmm. they push this in school, and it's like, I don't really think they do. Like, our health teacher didn't want to talk about that shit at all. No. But, I remember our health teacher being very uncomfortable with having right? that kind of talk. But I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to remember, I don't know. I am I was very fortunate. My mom is amazing when it comes to talking about anything, because she's very factual, and she just lays it out on the table for you. Yeah. Yeah, and it yep. doesn't matter, you know, like, she just, psh, this is it. She gave me the sex talk, it was great. But I remember, like, my grandma talking about 
keeping yourself clean, which is hygiene is important, period. Yes, very. But like if she'd get into detail, like if it if it has this smell, then it's not you need to do this and it needs <gasps> to do it like she'd yeah. get really detailed about it and it was like you could tell that was the era she grew up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes and smells vary per person and it varies per what you're eating, what you're drinking, what yeah, you're doing. Absolutely. And it's not necessarily, I mean, obviously if it's a funky order odor get it checked out or deal with it but like there are normal odors and tastes that are fine and healthy and that's another stigma it's a huge that stigma. women smell or yep. you know oh she was dirty. stinky yeah. and i mean how many times have we heard overheard some of our i don't want to call them guy friends um male acquaintances yeah okay you know the male acquaintances that ran in the same kind of groups yep. that would say and this is horrible. I don't even want to repeat it. But they would say something like, "She looked like an Arby's sandwich down there." Right. Like yeah. holy meat curtains. Mm. And I just kind of want to punch them in the face and right. say, you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. Because you might not like like her labia, but guess what? Joe Schmo over there is gonna love it all night long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and probably be better at no, I'm just kidding, I'm sorry. Right. No, <laughs> but yes. you know, if you love it more, then you're gonna be better to it and be a better lover for it. Absolutely. And I I and don't it goes both ways. <laughs> I don't understand why we just feel the need to like shame people over over sex in general. I don't know. Um I I looked up the, the feminists that were out there doing these amazing art shows. Oh, um, yeah. I should have wrote down the artist names. Oh, well. I might do that for the next episode. Or, yeah. or you know what, I can post it on our Facebook, too. Um, a quick summary about our, our episodes. Yeah. Um, but Even they were doing way. these beautiful paintings of all these different vaginas and labia and showing that they come in all shapes and sizes and colors and, and everything. everything. Um, and there was like the, the clay sculptures and everything and of course I started scrolling through and getting a little like twelve oh. year old giddy where I'm like hee 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 but then it like kinda clicked where I was like this is this is beautiful yeah. because we are all so different and all so unique and I don't think anybody should ever be shamed because you know they're too small. They're too big. They're they're too anything because right. somebody's gonna love you for for you. Exactly. Um, and it sucks because your worst, your always worst critic is yourself. Always, and you gotta love yourself before you can do like love other people or. Well, yeah, because um, confidence goes a really it a goes really long way, a super long way. You know, and I think sometimes women or men are their own worst enemies. Oh, yeah. And they they feel so self-conscious about something that they are projecting it onto somebody else because mm-hmm. maybe they were hurt in a past relationship or something. Um, like the one unqualified listener, how she got dumped for having too high of a number. Oh, another stigma. Thing, another stigma, yep. If you've slept with too many people or not enough people, there's going to be a stigma yep. tied to you. Either you don't have enough experience or you have too much experience. Yeah. And and there are there is some science, uh, math, I guess, more than science, where you obviously if you've had more partners, the probability of things like more disease, even if you're careful, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it really I mean if you're if you're choosy about your lovers and you're not mm-hmm. a hooker on the corner, you're probably okay. And even and not to <laughs> that there's another stigma right there. Hookers. Prostitutes. Mm-hmm. 
that's, that's a whole, you know, that's that's a lifestyle. You're hopefully a choice. I don't want to. And sometimes that's sometimes not. Sometimes it's not, you know. And some and sometimes it is. You know what? Women like to get off. They do. It doesn't make them sluts. It doesn't nope. make them whores. Even if they are getting paid for sex, I don't think that it's right to be like, oh, well, you're just a fucking whore. Right. No. No. <laughs> Women are allowed to be sexual creatures. They are. They can sleep with however many people they want. And honestly, if it's if you're with somebody and it bothers them, that's that's on them, not you. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't feel ashamed for wanting to get off. Right, and having the experience and confidence to have that many lovers yeah. is amazing. Having a good sexual appetite mm-hmm. and being a good sexual creature. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that, but I'm also a little more hippy-dippy about <laughs> Hippy dippy. Love. <laughs> Let's all get together in a pile. <laughs> you know what? Don't underestimate a good massage circle because. Oh, no, <laughs> Not underestimating that at all. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? I mean, we we I talked a little talk bit about female gamers. We did. And the yes. stigma behind that, which also kind of ties into women being called sluts and slut shaming because there's the stigma of female gamers being all slutty girls just wanting male attention. Right. Easy targets, not good at your game, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Oh my God. And coming from two female gamers, it's (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) Oh, such a big pile. I mean, everyone starts out as a beginner. Right. Everybody. But I mean, there's, there's like, there's been times I've been on a game where I almost take on a guy persona for the beginning stages because I don't want to deal with it. Exactly. Because it's just easier. Yeah, absolutely. it sucks that that has to be the way. It's like on the new Call of Duty, the World War II one, Mm -hmm. um, you could be male or female, um, which I thought was a little bit weird because female weren't on front lines, but, um, well, this was nurses and stuff. Oh. Yeah. But actual, like, in combat were women, yeah. They weren't allowed. Exactly. But anyways... Um, there are reasons. But and yeah. <laughs> when I chose a female avatar, I was getting a lot more shit. Like, not only shit talking, but then I would hear them being like, oh, we're going to gang up on B Blues because she's, she deserves it or whatever. And yeah, I'm like, like, really? Okay. And so then I changed my avatar back to a guy. And I'm like, this is ridiculous that I'm having to do this, but mm-hmm. my gaming experience is being hindered by these chauvinistic assholes and 12 year old boys calling me blue balls because my name is B Blues. Of course. It's time to change that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't talk. My, my gamer tag is uh, Valkyrie, which obviously f- more of a female thing, but they don't pick up on it. Right? They're like, oh, cool They're like, name. oh. The Tom Cruise movie? Right. Is it Tom Cruise? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's totally why. <laughs> Has nothing to do with my genealogy or how I think they are freaking amazingly yeah. awesome. So fucking badass. <laughs> so badass. So badass. Oh my goodness. We're coming up on 30 minutes already. I know already. already. And we still have so much more to talk about. We do. I mean, I know we're doing another episode for this, but still. Was there any other stuff? Like, more, I guess, the lighthearted type stigmas that we wanted to talk about. I mean, a lot of... We want to get into depth on some mental health issues in our next episode, too. Yes, absolutely. And That's a good time to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, um, 
So yeah, we've got some of the more in-depth sexual ones, and then the mental health stuff, and... Race, religion. Yeah, religion um, for sure. I um, think a little bit more, you know, the opposite genders and, and sex stuff will be talked about, because I think that's, you know, really important uh, to cover. We are going to definitely cover the um, single parent, male versus female, and reactions, people's general reactions and stuff, too. Like, because mm-hmm. there's, so many, like, you see the YouTube channel of the single dad, what is it, single dad something, I don't know, there's a couple really good ones, mm-hmm. but some of them totally poke fun at, like, the things dads do versus moms, which, don't get me wrong, moms and dads are different. Totally different. They are, but at the same time... There's a whole bunch of stigmas there that are, like, ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't mean that one's better than the other. No, And I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. No, when we were talking outside about it, I I brought up the fact, and this is kind of embarrassing to admit, you know, while we're recording, but I remember being out and seeing, like, a single dad with his children, and, you know, he's pushing the stroller, and he's, you know, just totally looking like super dad. And I was like, damn, that's really attractive. Right. And, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, he was a good-looking man. But I was a little bit taken aback by the fact that I was kind of falling into that, oh, he's super dad because he's got his kids out. Right. You know? <laughs> and it's it's so amazing that it really can just, like, take over in a second, that, that stereotype or preconceived, oh. preconceived thought motion. process. Yep. And, yeah. It, it is. It's amazing. Our, our brains are crazy when it comes to programming and you can look into the science of it um if you look into like um even looking into like rats and mazes and stuff our brains don't work i mean we're way more advanced obviously than rats are but the thought process is pretty similar we we are completely able to be brainwashed and conditioned and that's what keeps happening (laughs) by cheese right by cheese it's all cheese's fault i (laughs) yeah it's it's interesting stuff like we'll have to get we'll actually have a smart like sciencey brain podcast at some point talking about the science of things especially genetics because it's a really fun topic yes absolutely i'm really excited yeah sorry no (laughs) kind of you know a nerd that's why we're doing that i know because we have so many fun hats that we wear Mm -hmm. and so many aspects of our personality Uh, and we are definitely not box people no. no 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 we flatten that shit i'm just saying Okay, I just kind of turned mine into a spaceship, nice. right? I do like the whole like nest box, but I don't yeah. stay in it. No, no, that's Mm-mm. just the comfort box. Yeah, yeah. and then I go to all the other boxes, and it's super. Fun. It's good being comfy. It is. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world: pajamas like, and wine. Like right wine here on and... your couch is very comfy. Uh-huh. And um, this couch. <laughs> well, we're definitely getting more organized. Um, which our listeners might appreciate. Um, We think that we're going to be moving our release date to Tuesdays because that just kind of gives us the weekend to, you know, splice in some music and, you know, maybe take out some of our long, awkward pauses because they're bound to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, We (laughs) might actually be having somebody record us some intro music, which would be fun. Yes, we're really excited about it, actually. Yeah. It's going to be good having our own theme. We're going to have a theme song. I know. <laughs> so exciting. Yes. Yes. Um, um, I did. I published our Facebook site. That is live now. So if you have Facebook, please, please, please um, look us up. It's facebook.com slash NSMN podcast. That's not so Minnesota nice podcast. Um, 
We're still on Twitter. We are still on Twitter. But that one is actually just NMN Podcast. I should probably switch that around at some point. Um, for not Minnesota Nice Podcast, because it was less characters and Twitter's all, you know, restricted on character limit. Mm-hmm. Um, please subscribe to us on SoundCloud so you don't miss an episode. Um, feel free to leave us comments. Yeah, definitely. On there. Um, we actually, we had some good comments from our last episode, which was a huge blessing. We were so excited that people are listening. Yeah. I think we're up to like 22 listens. Yes! Woo! We're awesome. Um, Getting better every day. Yeah, and specifically, um, specifically, specifically, um, we'd like to hear um, from any listeners that are listening right now about what stigmas mean to you or what stigmas you might be dealing with in your personal life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, both kind of Maybe some of the ones that we touched on or some of the heavy, heavier hitting ones that we're going to touch on next week. So if you do want to leave a comment this week, um, then we'll be able to kind of address it a little bit more yeah. um, on a later episode. It would be really Talk cool to it. get some feedback. It really would be, yeah. Definitely. Oh my goodness. Feedback us, you guys. We are at the end of our 30 minutes. We are. <laughs> so amazing. It went by so fast. It did. Um, well, dear listeners, thank you so much for supporting us in this, this crazy endeavor. We're having so much fun, and we hope you're having a good time listening to us. Um, but for now, it's getting late, so we're going to have to say good night and cheers. Cheers.